Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This week on the Penguin Stuff Podcast, the Penguins play the Flyers at home and the Capitals in D.C. We'll talk about our favorite Super Bowl commercials, two road games in the state of Florida this week, injury updates, trade rumors, and more, all on episode 18 of Penguin Stuff. Welcome back to Penguin Stuff. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jim. And first off, that was a long intro. Yeah, well. I didn't know we were talking about all that, to be fair. Well, guess what? You should be prepared for everything now, shouldn't hey, you? Well, I do have something to say about the, the road trip, so fun fact. Okay. <laughs> something that you probably don't know. Maybe. Because my insider came back. Awesome. Use every, everyday.penguins. Now. No longer... NHL Penguins underscore, but Everyday Penguins, Everyday.Penguins, on Instagram. Okay. Same guy then. Same guy. Okay. He got deleted by Instagram for some reason. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Instagram sucks. Sometimes. Anyway. Okay, let's talk about the... Uh, predictions. Predictions. Oh, we're going to start with pre- predictions. We, we have been. Okay. Why, why, not now here's, change, why change it? Here's something that I don't think we were talking on the way over here today, and I don't think that this is something that you realized... The very first game, okay, was uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Was a 4-3 win at home yeah. over the Flyers. Um, I predicted that the Pens would win 3-1. to You predicted that the Pens would win 4-3. Oh, whoa! So, In overtime? No. Oh, I thought I said overtime. No. No, but you said 4-3. Wow, was that a, that was an overtime game? Was it? Yes, was it was overtime, an overtime yeah. game. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't put that in there. But it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Over. It counts. I got my. <laughs> so Andrew wow. got Andrew got his first perfect that, prediction. I I should get a bag of chips for that. Uh, well, I'm just saying. Right we'll now. we'll talk later. Okay, so um, so you guessed pens. I guessed pens. But because we were tied and you got the bonus point for the exact score. You now, uh, after the Philadelphia game, you were in the lead, sixty-five to sixty-four, thirty-two and sixteen with one exact guess, and I was thirty-one and seventeen with two exact guesses. So I was still one point behind you. Then we came to the game on Sunday at Washington, four-three win again for the Penguins. Not Not another time this time. Um, I predicted that the Pens would win four to two. You predicted that the Caps would win two to one, and in overtime. I, I don't put the I don't put in overtime okay. down anymore. I remember I said overtime once. I don't put that. If down I th- if you go back and listen to the podcast, I am pretty sure I said Philly would lose four three in overtime. Pretty sure. Well, I'm not giving you bonus point for that. Why not? Because that was because that was, that was I'm, dead I'm just on. Not G. doing it. Um, I also said Crosby would get the game winner if I recall. We'll have to go back and look we'll at that. We'll have to go back because that was... Yeah, that's... that's uh, I feel that's like significant. I did. That's significant. We'll, okay. we'll let you guys know. All right. So, um, so with Sunday's game, 
That gave me a 32 and 17 record, Andrew a 32 and 17 record. But by the fact that I have picked two perfects and you have only picked one, I now sit in the lead 66 to 65, which means I will get to pick first on both of the games this week yes, at Tampa Bay. I think at this is Florida. the first time you have to pick. Both I think of them. it is. I think it is. Punishments to be decided. Yeah, I guess. And uh, and we'll, we'll we'll visit that a little bit later in the podcast. But for now, let's talk about the two games that were this week. Um, identical scores, four three. But the the opponent scored first. Mm-hmm. Penguins came up to lead three to one. The only difference is Flyers scored two unanswered, and then right, the Caps went back and forth with Pens. Yes. So, Which um, I think is pretty uh, funny. The Philadelphia game was a really good game. I thought uh, Jari looked really well in, in goal. Really good. Played really well. He looked really good. Did I say he looked well? Yeah. <laughs> he looked really well, well in he, goal. Well, he also didn't look sick. He didn't look sick. So, I mean, I thought he was Sorry. well. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway um, Jari now sits at a record of 17, 8, and 1. 928 uh, save percentage, 219 goals against average. Yes, sir. He is. Um, I think. I think he's looking well, looking good, and I think uh, Murray is also looking good. I think these two teams, these two goalies, mm-hmm. I think we're in really, really, really good shape for uh, the stretch run here. Yeah, in with 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 the with the Philly game, I don't think Jari really gave up any horrible goals. I agree. I went back and watched it, and it was mainly on our defense. I agree. Both games, really, I agree. to be perfectly honest. Defense is not looking the way it needs. Uh, Dumoulin needs to come back soon. Well, I, I will say this. I think where the Penguins sit right now, they, they sit uh, third in third the in conference, the third in the league. Second in the conference, third in the league. Oh, no. Third in the conference, because they're behind. Second in the division. Second in the division. Only third in the conference. Behind Washington and Boston. And Boston. I think that that teams are seeing Pittsburgh on their schedule now, and they're circling that game. And I think they're all playing. I mean, they're they're giving 110% against the Penguins every night. And And our goalies cannot keep bailing us out like they did. Oh, I think they can. They can, but... After a while, but I think I think some of the some out. of what looks like defensive uh, lapses might just be strong forecheck, strong forecheck, strong double effort from the opposing team, which Pittsburgh has got to start matching if they're gonna if they're gonna stay where they and are. Need to match it the entire game. Exactly. That's and and that's what I'm saying. Um, so we'll we'll see. But uh, the Philadelphia game. Uh, on Friday was, I thought, um, a very well-fought game. We gave up the first goal, uh, but then we came back with three straight um, from Malkin, and Malkin's goal was was pretty good. It was breakdown in defense on Philly. Yeah. Well, you take advantage of that. Right place, right time. Yeah, I know. Right place, right time. Right, right. That's that's Malkin's 16th. He's 10th in the league in goal. Uh, No. Points in points, so, uh, yeah, and, and I I broke down some numbers here for for the Penguins here in just a minute, but um, uh, Malkin got the first goal, and um, then Rust scored 
His 22nd. His 22nd of the season. On the power play. Power play looked really good in this game. I don't know if it was I think just the power the, play looked good in, well. No. Not no. against Washington? No. We went 0-6, man. Didn't I thought we had oh, one power play goal in. six. I looked at the numbers. Okay. 0-6. Then you knew. Um, but Russ got a power play goal. Latang's was a power play goal. Yeah. And uh, and then Jari gave up two more goals to the Flyers to tie the game at Again, three. Nothing on Jari. And they were good shots too. Both both the second and the third, I believe, were on defensive turnovers in our offensive zone. Yeah. Which can not happen. Should not happen. But what I what I do think is a plus, even though um, they did give up those turnovers and give up the lead, and it went to overtime. The thing that is, in in my way of thinking, the fact that we still came back, still held our composure, and won this game was huge. Yeah, overtime, uh, three on three overtime, and. Um, as I recall, this overtime didn't last too long. No, it lasted barely a minute. And uh, Sidney Crosby almost almost had that look in his eye like, I'm going to score, I don't care what anybody else says. And Crosby, and let me just say this, and it, it, a lot's been made of this, Crosby against Philly, it's crazy what he has done against Philly. He, uh, in many ways, owns Philly in the sense of, of the, the kinds of goals that he does score and the way that he goes about making it happen. I just, I love, I love this goal in particular was a, a pretty nifty play skating around two defenders and, and the other two guys on his team as well yep. to get a, a real nice shot off and scoring it the, for the The way the game that winner. that happened though, was the fact that we had possession long enough to get a change, not let Philly get a change. Yes. They had tire guys on the ice. They were... Yes. And we got... We got the goal. Binga, banga, boonga, banga. Yep. So, uh, win there, putting putting Pittsburgh at... Um, hold on, where where's that list? Uh, 60, 69 points. Um, still second in the division behind Washington. And we're very lucky that we won that game, though, because there were times Jari bailed us out. Yes. In the third, yes. we gave up about three in the last five minute. Three odd man odd rushes. Man rushes. Yes. Yeah. And those got to come down too. And 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 I, and I got to believe that that Coach Sullivan is is addressing that. I'm sure. And, and that we'll see less of that. Uh, player of the game. Uh, hold on. Well, on on the on the flip side of that as well, is we've got. Um, we we are we are now playing. We're going to be playing a lot of games in our own division. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, we, not this week. Not next week. We but, brought light to this. Um, starting course. starting uh, in about three weeks from now, we're pretty much consistently all Metro opponents. Well, so. actually, not really in the month month of February, because I'm looking at it. We have Tampa, Florida, Tampa, Montreal, Detroit, Toronto, Toronto, Buffalo, Washington. L.A., Anaheim, San Jose. Last the last three games of this month are in, right are on the West uh, Coast. On the West Coast, yeah. Um, but then again, but then we're we're uh, 
Ottawa and Buffalo to start March, but then it's all Metro all the time, with the exception of Chicago and uh, ending the season at Ottawa. So, yeah, we're at Chicago and at Ottawa, and those are the only... Uh, after March 5th, it's all Metro all the time for the Pens. And and that's that can work one of two ways. I think it can work in a positive because we're playing teams that are either ahead of us or behind us. It's going to make those games matter so much more. Or... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start seeing some attrition and even more injuries to to the Penguins uh, coming. Especially playing Washington, those guys. Yeah, are a bunch we'll, we'll of talk jerks. we'll talk about that when we talk about the Washington game, which let's do right now. Okay, but before we go, player we, of the game, player of the game, and then but Philly was the last game of the month. Of yes, the first month of twenty twenty. We started our yes. twenty twenty eight three and one. That's good record. Very good record in our twelve games in January, I believe. You had those up. You had 12 games. And our biggest win streak was four games. We beat Vegas, Colorado, Arizona, Minnesota, which are big teams. Vegas and Colorado. Arizona's up there. And Minnesota, Minnesota's not so kinda, much. Yeah. But still. Okay. And now we're on a two-game win streak because we beat the Washington Capitals. Yes, we did. 4-3. Oh, well. Player of the game. Philly. Player of the game. I forgot the player of the game. Got to give it to Evgeny Malkin. Evgeny Malkin. He had three assists. Yeah, he, first three he, was, he, he was, was... Well, no, he scored one. He scored one he and then he assisted points. on the other two. He, he assisted on yeah. the other two. So, uh, good for him. Looks yeah. like he's going after that point uh, he, scoring... I don't, I don't think... There's a very small chance he could. I mean, he's 10th, tied with... Uh, who's the guy? Alexander Barkov, I think. Okay. But there are some... They, yeah, Pasternak's like Pasternak's scoring like, like crazy. Uh, no, not... McDavid's uh, scoring like Dry crazy. Dreisaitl's the leader right now at 83 points. Evgeny Malk is 58, I think. Okay. So, I mean, he could yeah. break top three. Uh, top five. Washington, Sunday afternoon, Super Bowl Sunday. This was the only game we cared about. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh goes into Washington. I think they were probably... Probably underdogs in this game, wouldn't you say? I would say. Uh, Being I, in Washington? I say, okay, they're probably, they're pretty evenly matched, I would say, this year. this These two teams are. But once the goaltender was announced, I think people started being like, oh, Washington has a bigger chance now. Yeah. But then again, they did start, they didn't start Holtby. We didn't they did start not Jar. start, yeah. So I, I still think Washington probably favored 65-35. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd say that's probably 60, 40. Pr- probably pretty close. But I mean, you can never count Pittsburgh out, or Washington, game. or Washington for that matter. I mean, one of the things that this game confirmed in my mind a couple of things. Number one, Murray is still a good goalie, Mur- mm-hmm. and Murray is is going to win the Penguins some hockey games as he did Sunday. I mean, we I, I said it yesterday when we were watching that this is about the time of the year that Murray starts playing like Murray exactly exactly right around February he starts becoming the Murray that we all know and love yeah which is good because uh you know we also talked about what what it's going to look like come playoff time um are we are are the Penguins going to continue to play Murray and, and Jari 50-50, mm-hmm. or are they going to pick one guy and ride him throughout the playoffs? 
it'll be interesting to see what happens. I would like to see the 50-50 because then you're, the players, the other team won't know until game day how to play. And like, are they starting Jari or are they starting Murray? True. Or or do they play? Do they play Murray at home and Jari on the road? Yeah. You know what that, do they do? And having that depth there? in the, the the lineup too is you could start and scratch like Lafferty, start him one game, then start True. playing DC, start Agazino. Right. Agazino right. or uh, what's his name? Angelo. Right. You I mean you have all those guys who could easily play fourth line? Yep. Alongside, you know. So here's the. Uh, It'll be interesting. Here's what happened on Sunday. So the uh, Washington Capitals begin uh, the scoring. I believe it was Lars Eller. 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 Who scored twice. In this and game. that was that was one of those goals. Again, like you were saying, it, it kind of came off a funny bounce. Couldn't clear it. Came to yep. Eller, who was sitting right in the slot, and he shot it up over Murray's glove hand. One nothing Capitals. And at that point, you're thinking, okay, here we go. Murray being Murray. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, shoot me. Yeah. But then about like three, two minutes later, Sam Lafferty. Sam gets Lafferty. His fifth, only fifth. First game back out of Wilkesburg. He was scratched there before yep. being sent down. So he was not playing for a while. Yeah. But Lafferty gets the puck on a uh, turnover in the, in the neutral, in the neutral zone. zone by the Capitals, and he comes around the front uh, down the slot. Off, off. Wing side for Lafferty. But he gets it up over the goaltender. 1-1. Then, like two or three minutes later? Something like that, yeah. Pretty quickly. John Marino gets the puck uh, off to the off the side, uh, on the right side of the goal, and he feeds it in front. Patrick Hornquist tips the shot. It looked like he was trying to pass it across the crease to who was on the other side there. Who's on Malkin's other wing? Rust? It'd be Rust. Might have been Rust, or it might have been Malkin. But he was trying to get the puck across the goal mouth there, and the goaltender... Yeah, not even a minute later. And the goaltender zipped uh, his his stick out somehow, and it caught the back end of his stick and went in. So Hornquist got his 12th of of the season to to make it 2-1. And then in the second period, McCann, Simone, and Crosby combined for uh, just a, a, a. I mean, we were talking. That was that was a hard nose goal. We were talking all period. That second period about Simone. Yeah. Every time he he was he was up hustling. And down, he was hustling. He, he wanted it. He was playing very well on Sunday, and to see him get rewarded with the goal was pretty. A cool. very pretty goal too. It was, and so he get he. Uh, the puck goes into the into the right corner, and McCann is digging at it, and he he gets it out um, to Simone. Simone goes to Crosby from with behind it, the net. From behind the net, Crosby takes a really bad angle shot, but I mean Crosby can make I, those. I actually think he was looking for a rebound because the defense. I don't know if he was looking up. for a rebound or maybe a bank it in off the goalie. I mean, because he he does that kind of stuff. But it went off the goalie's pads, came out to the front where Simone was coming around, and he got the puck on his backhand. Well, and uh, Samson, the goaltender for Washington, I can't pronounce his Samsonov. name. Samsonov. Samsonov. Samsonov, that's what his he name was, He was looking for the poke check he was. to get it out, and he missed it. Simone got it, and he was jumping, 
Five yeah. hole. Yeah. Two five holes, actually. Yeah. So uh, Simone got that goal. It is now three to one Pittsburgh. And then um, was it in the third? Yes. It was in the it third the period third, yep. that the Capital. The Capital score. Who scored that goal? Evgeny Kuznetsov. Kuznetsov. Or Kuznetsov. Uh, okay. Let's not, let's not go there. Sorry. Even though you're right. Um, I know I am right. Thank you. Kuznetsov gets a very fluky goal off the boot of John Marino as he's passing it in the middle. Very fluky. And it goes up over Murray's glove. He, yeah. I mean, he was in position to make the save. Yep. It yep. took a funky bounce. I do not blame M- M- Murray for any no. of these goals. No. The the goals that the, the goals that they scored, the three goals that they scored, two of them were excellent shots. Yep. One was super fluke. And the other one was odd man rush. Or right. one on one, something like that. For uh yes. the, the third period. Yes. Lars, uh, it was Eller again. Tanger Yeah, blew the coverage. Goofed. But um so uh Kuznetsov scores, makes it three to two. We're in the third period. It's it's getting late. It's getting getting very late. It's, it's like, getting nail biter time. Uh we get down to about two minutes left and then uh Brandon Tanev. Doing Tanev things. Doing Tanev things. Being in position. Now, this was really interesting to me because uh, as, as we watched the goal and we listened to, uh, I think it was Eddie Olchuk who was on the call, he was saying that Tanev was in great position defensively so that when, or if, if, if Washington had gotten that puck, that he was in position to, do, to, to go on the forecheck immediately but yet he was also in position that when that puck came out of the corner to him, he was right there and he he shot the puck, which kind of got it went off the stick of the defenseman. The defenseman got his stick on it and it just it kind of fluttered. It fluttered, up. yeah. That's what I have written here. I was like it and fluttered over the goalie's glove. Yeah, it, and it was really kind of it's one of those goals where as as a Washington fan, you're like, come on, you gotta get that. But then how many times have we seen goals like that go in against the Penguins where we were yelling at Murray or Jari? you got to have those. Sometimes you just, as a goalie, you're expecting a slap shot or a quick uh, wrist shot, and, and you're expecting that. And then when it starts to flutter up and over, you're like, wait a minute. And there's, you just, your yeah. reaction time is not enough. Yeah. And then 15 seconds later, <sighs> Lars Eller scores, making it 4-3, a beautiful toe drag. Just saying. It was a beautiful shot. Right around Johnson. And he scores. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. But even because even, we won. Even so, um Yeah, it was it was And I'm glad. It was one of those points in the day where you're kinda like I'm Oh my gosh, here we go. Yeah. But I'm glad Eller scored because otherwise you would have gotten a perfect score on the predictions. Well, of course, and then of course that's true too. Then I would be behind by more than. Thanks one a lot, Latang. You you screwed me over again. Okay, anyway, no, no he's on my paper. But no, it's a it was a good game. Four good three game. four three win. Player of the game, Matt Murray. Matt Murray. There's no okay. way you don't give it to Matt Murray. Not not in that. I mean, instance. He no. he made a ton of big saves. He stopped twenty nine of thirty two shots. Wow. That's huge. And also, fun fact, three games were played between uh, uh, with with Metro teams, okay, last yesterday or Sunday. Okay? We have, well, all the games, Hurricanes, Canucks, Blue Jackets, Canadians, Penguins, Capitals, mm-hmm. 
All of the scores were four to three. Is that a fact? That is a fact. I did not notice that. Yes, Capitals beat the Penguins. Uh, Penguins beat the Capitals. My bad. Four Revis- to three. Revisionist history. Blue Jackets Canadians for over the Blue Jackets over the Canadians four to three, and the Hurricanes beat the Canucks in the shootout four to three. Wow. So I mean, technically, Hurricanes Canucks only scored six goals because the shootout doesn't count as a goal, does it? No. No, I didn't think so. So therefore, I mean, but still, yeah, but the score, score is still four, four three. three. Yeah, final. And that is it. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Okay, it is. Amazing. So, uh, yeah, Sunday was also um, Super Bowl Sunday. It was, but let's take a break so I can have my chips. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. Penguin stuff is brought to you by nobody. We're not. We're not sponsored yet. So, if you guys are interested in sponsoring us, please. Email us at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and love to have you sponsor our show. We would love to do that. Uh, what, what a sponsor basically is, this bot would be talking about what you are, what your product is, what you do as like, I don't know, whatever you're up to, we will discuss what, what we do and what we like about it. So if you are interested in sponsoring us, email us. And now, back to the podcast. Welcome back from break, you filthy animals. <laughs> okay, so uh, as we were saying before we went to the break, Smotpak. It was uh, Super Bowl Sunday, Smart and Pac. one of the greatest things about Super Bowl Sunday, Jim, don't be smarty pants, is the Super Bowl commercials. And I think you can tell which of the Super Bowl commercials was Andrew's favorite. So Andrew, I need Smotpak. Yeah, if Andrew buys a new car, I think he's gonna get Smotpak. The Smotpak. Buy he. Hyundai, the Sonata. The we will. Sonata. I, I will leave the link to that 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 commercial in the po- link of the podcast. Yeah, if you haven't seen that commercial, you need to see it in, the, in the comments of the podcast. It is. It is really hilarious. Yeah, comment on the podcast. I'll comment right here. Uh, right here. Boom. There you go. Right there. Click it right now. Moron. Click it. Okay. They're not clicking it. Maybe they don't want smart pack. Uh, they don't want smart pack. They're being smarty pants. Yeah, smarty pants. Wicked smart. Just saying. Wicked smart. Okay, so... What was your... You actually watched the Super Bowl. I did not. I had a four-hour rehearsal for a musical. Yeah. Yeah. You you would never know, listening to Andrew on the podcast, that he is into musical theater. I am a uh, thespian of the musical arts. (laughs) Okay, very nice. Um, My my favorite... (laughs) One of my favorite Super Bowl commercials was actually the one with... Smartpak? It's smart. I did like Smart Pack. Smart Pack. That was really good. But um, Jim, don't be smarty pants. Okay, are you done? <laughs> no, there ain't no way you're finishing this. Okay, continue. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, actually, one of my favorite commercials was for um, Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage Mortgage is pretty a uh, fire commercial. And uh, commercials are pretty. Aquaman, good. Jason Momoa, the Hawaiian. Uh, he walks into his house and he takes off his boots and he becomes like six inches shorter. And then he starts peeling his massive arms off and they're sticks. And then he rips off his chest and it's, I mean, it, it was really hilarious. And then at the I, very end. I, I saw a meme with that. And then at the very end, he, pu- he pulls his hair off 
you know, his beautiful long flowing locks. He pulls those off. And then he it's like at home he's actually this wimpy guy. I saw, I saw a meme for that. It was like on the top it had regular Jason Momoa. And it was like right. 49ers in the first three quarters. Then it had that guy. Right. It was like 49ers in the last five minutes of the yeah. fifth, fourth period. Yeah, yeah. I was like, big ooh. Yeah, it was, it was a really funny commercial. Um, and then at the very end he's on a, a bench press with his spotter with no weights on it and he can't get it he can't get it to go off he's like help me help me help me help me and the spotter grabs it with Walmart which is okay we got it and he's like spent it's kind of funny anyhow uh, that was one of my favorites smart Pac was definitely one of my favorites smart Pac. yeah I also liked I also liked what the NFL did at the very beginning of the game I didn't, you didn't I see this they start off with this with this um, pickup game in a park, in a pack. Pickup game in a park, and this this kid Is it gets a smart pack? This sorry, kid sorry. gets the ball, and he's running. And on the bench there is Jim Brown. so Jim Brown's sitting there, and he he says to the kid, he goes, "Take it to the house, kid." And so he runs. Take it to the house. He runs it. Into the end zone, but then he keeps running, and this kid is like running. If you remember, if you remember the the first last year's Super Bowl commercial for the 100th year of the of the NFL, they had all the players yeah. in it, and they were all running to get the ball. This kid was running through town after town after town, and everybody and all of these Super Bowl MVPs and these uh, these guys from the NFL and all of these great stars were telling the kid, "Hey, take it to the house, kid." And it was really cool because it was about maybe a minute and a half, two minutes. And at the end, he comes to Hard Rock Stadium and he's running in there. And there are all these guys on the, you know, with in their jackets, the, the Hall of Famers who are clapping and saying, hey, good job, kid. And then they come up and then the last two guys are Mean Joe Green and huh, Pittsburgh. I can't remember who the other guy is. And he go and they and they hand him the ball, the game ball. He says, you know what to do. And so he, he runs past him, and then me and Joe looks behind him. He goes, go get him, kid. And then they turn to this shot of the actual stadium, and the kid's running out with the ball. And it was really cool how they did it. And it that's, was that's uh, wicked smart. Wicked smart. Smart pack. Anyway, um, so that was those were two of my favorites, along with smart pack. Smart pack. I think smart pack's number one. That's, you know, I mean, well, there was also the Bill Murray Groundhog Day Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. Which was really funny. That one was funky. That's for Toyota, wasn't it? Jeep. Jeep. Okay, my bad. But anyway, we're up. Pengu- that's we just that's all we wanted to say about I was the, gonna say, what does this have to do with hockey? Like it doesn't Penguins hockey. It doesn't. I mean Pittsburgh wasn't even in the Super Bowl. I'm just I'm although d- they, I'm just saying they should have made it. The beautiful thing Since we're talking about football. The the beautiful I will come back to you. Go ahead. Thank you. What the frick is the NFL doing? Not like they hosed. T.J. Watt and Mike Tomlin. They gave Coach of the Year to John Harbaugh. Let that sink in. That's fix, 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 fix. Just because you have the MVP as your quarterback doesn't give you the right to. That get doesn't coach mean of the you're year. the best coach. You're not the. You're not the best coach. The you got the best is, players. You got the best. The, exactly. Thank you. Yes, we're on the Mike same page. Tomlin, hands down, deserved it. Fan votes. He got second. Uh, Mike Verable got first. Verable, yeah. He does. He 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 should have. He, he was good. He, he was better than John Harbaugh. Oh yeah. 
Okay. That's just... And then TJ Watt didn't get defensive... He got defensive rookie of the year last year, didn't he? Uh, his or two years his ago? rookie season he did. Yeah. 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 But he should have gotten defensive player of the year. He was also high up there in fan votes. Not whoever got it. Uh, Stefan Gilmore. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Patriots. That's ridiculous. I mean, he, he, he probably had a good year. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, don't care. Know. I mean, he's a Patriot. That's the only reason he won. But here's the good thing about the Super they, Bowl. They didn't make the Super Bowl, so of course he had to win Defensive Player of the Year. So here's the good gotta thing get, about the Super Bowl. the Super Bowl. Okay, I want to just want to say Ew. this. Here's the good thing about the Super Bowl being Sunday. NFL is over. And Fair now point. it's all about the NHL. Uh, lies. It's all about NBA. Well, MLB <laughs> offseason. NHL. Is it is all those. about the NBA because the NBA because more Col- people like Col- the NBA. Bryant. Okay. Kobe Bryant. You know what? Let's not go there. We should probably do pay respects you know, to Kobe I Bryant. I do pay respects to Kobe Bryant and to all the other people who were on that helicopter as well. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that we, we give them equal time. Yeah, we, we should have done that last he, week. They're just, they're just as important. Yes, we should have. Apologies. Um, thank you for not sending evil comments to well, us. When you only get like five listens on it. You know. Yeah, not too many people are going to. All right. What else do we have on the agenda? Let's talk today. about next week. We got two games oh, in the state yes. of Florida. 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 When wake when I wake up, I'm in Florida. I'm in Florida. We have at Tampa Bay, seven o'clock Eastern time, which would be six o'clock, six o'clock Central. Central time, or four o'clock Pacific if you're on the West Coast. Yes, indeed. And then again against Florida, the Panthers. The Panthers playing. Isn't this bo- our second games against both of these? Oh no, first game against Tampa, second against Florida. Yes. We need to be careful of Tampa, though, because Tampa is playing very well, good hockey. They're playing very well, very good hockey right now, as of right now. Yes, they are. They yes, finally they are. got their uh, skates underneath them, so to speak. Getting moomoontum. Okay, so because I'm in the lead, I have to pick both hey, of these games. You don't need to rub my nose in it. Not rubbing your nose in it. Gosh. Yeah, you are, actually. Now, uh, at Tampa Bay, I believe that uh, even though Tampa Bay is very good, I think Pittsburgh's coming in. Um, they're going to have four days off, I think, well, three days off, and then they're going to play this game um, in Tampa Bay. That's on the 6th. That would be on Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Thursday. So um, I think the Penguins win this game 3-2. to two. I think it might even be an overtime game, but that doesn't matter. But I'm saying 3-2 uh, Pens. Uh, on this game, who, who, three two Penguins. Who do you say? I say okay. I was wrong with Washington. Yes, you were. I'm being real. If we can beat Washington, I think we have enough firepower. We're also getting three days rest after that. I say we also win this with a score of three to five. Five three. Fun fact about the road trip. I'm gonna insert this here. Okay. Nick Bukestad, Brian Dumoulin, and Jake Gensel all made the trip with the team. Ooh. Jake Gensel's there to watch. Right. Because he's not coming back anytime soon. I mean, he could play one-handed. He'd probably be good. Wrap it in bubble wrap. Sure. Anyway, but if Nick Bukestad making progress, he was skating. Both of them, I think, were skating a while ago. Were they non-contact? Bukestad, I don't know. They were skating by themselves. Okay. I don't know if Brian Dumoulin skated. Don't quote me on that. But I know Nick Bukestad has been skating, making progress. He could come back in Florida, I would say. Okay. Brian Dumoulin, I don't know if he's skating yet. 
Like, he could come back. If he made the trip, I'm assuming. No, Gensel made the trip. But if Brian Dumlin made the trip, it means he can walk. Well, yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay, so... um, So there's that. There is that. So you have five three pens. I have three two pens. Yep. So we both have the pens at Tampa Bay. At Florida on Saturday. Florida. Now, the last time we played these guys, uh, Bobrovsky played out of his head. Did we lose against them? We lost against them. Yeah. But uh, I think the pens. Yeah. I think the pens win this game as well. Yeah. And I think they win this game, four to one. Four to one. I, I too am going to say Pittsburgh. Okay. Just so I don't fall behind any further. Okay. And I, I was going to pick Pittsburgh. That's fine. So you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not piggybacking you, off you, man. You got a score. What was your score? Four one. Four one. Let's go three nil. Three zip. Shut out. Four muzz. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. We will see. We'll see what happens. Now do we want to get the punishment over with? I don't wait, why is, am I I'm not reminding you? Is is that uh is that bothering you? That, I, it is kinda bothering me. That we haven't so done punishments. We yet? we realize that the the um the tape is kinda getting tired. A little bit. With the fans. A little bit. Oh, hi, Uncle Tim. Um, Whoa. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to Timo. I don't, do you have Smart Pack? Because it's wicked smart if you don't. Wicked you smart. Go, you go get it. Get, get wicked yourself, smart. Get yourself some Smart Pack. Smart Pack. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. Let's. So we have decided to let the winner of the predictions choose the punishment. Okay. I don't know what I was thinking because I didn't know. I didn't know I lost this week. I didn't know I remembered I, I remembered I picked Washington. I don't know why I'm letting you pick. But all is fair in war and predictions. Yeah. So So here's here's what do you have? Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you should have to wear a pair of clip on earrings to your rehearsal tomorrow. <laughs> really? Do you have clip-on earrings? Your mom does. That was rude, but do you have clip-on earrings? <laughs> yes, I can get a, I can get a hold okay. of a pair. I can get a hold of a pair of clip-on earrings. Oh, great. And for proof, I guess you'll have to we'll video it and And I won't make you I won't I mean obviously you're ground. doing dress rehearsal tomorrow, yeah. is that right? So I'll just make you wear them in to the theater. Into the building. Yeah, I mean I can't wear them on stage. Into obviously. into the building and then um have your sister or, or someone take a picture and send it to me. I'll take a selfie. Bathroom selfie. I want you to take a picture with at least three other people around you so that I know that you've been seen. All right. All right. Sounds cool. Okay. okay. Great. Right. So there we go. Fantastic. And that will be up on Instagram. I'll by... get Brock and Lorenzo and Caleb all in the bathroom. There you go. There you go. That works. That works. Um, it's queer. <laughs> hey. You you told me I could pick I, I, the punishment. I did, I did. Okay. This that'll that'll be fun. All right. I mean, obviously, I'm okay. an actor. I okay. We good? Up. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Last, uh, we want to talk a little bit about some trade rumors. Trade rumors, and uh, I got my power ranking still to do too as well. Oh yes, just, you do. Just reminding you here. You know what? Before we get to trade rumors, while while, while you're looking those up, yeah. I want to just uh, share something. There was something I was doing a little interesting um, research. Um, one of the things that I've been noticing, 
Arizona Coyotes uh, made a huge trade to get uh, Taylor Hall on their team. Losers. Here's from the beginning of the season to the day before the trade, the Arizona Cardinal or Cardinals, Arizona Coyotes uh, had a record of 19 wins and 16 losses, whether in regulation or in overtime or shootout. So they went 19 and 16 uh, in the first part of the year. Since trading for Tyler Hall. Isn't it Taylor Hall? Taylor Hall. Why did I say Tyler? Taylor Hall. Since trading for Taylor Hall, the Coyotes have gone a whopping seven wins and 11 losses, whether Jeez. in regulation or overtime. Or That's big. I'm not going to lie. This tells me that the Devils weren't the issue with Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall is the issue with Taylor Hall right now. For some reason, he's got something in his head that is not allowing him to do the things that he did just a, a couple... Was it last year he was the MVP of the league or two years ago? It was a while ago, I believe. But it was in the, within the last couple of years. And so it's it's... You know, it's hard on the guy. I understand that. But um, just throwing that out there, again, not necessarily Penguins related, except for the fact that Phil Kessel used to play for the Penguins last year, and he's now on the Arizona Coyotes. Al- uh, Alexander Golgoski also plays for Arizona. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So there's that. Also, um, here we are. We're looking at uh, team points. Team points, of course, Malkin is first in the, on the team with 54. But here is the breakdown. of We have 25 guys who have scored goals for the Penguins this year. Now you think about that. 25 different guys who have scored goals for the Penguins this year. Yep. There's only 18 skaters on a team at any given time. Yeah. In a game. In a game. Right, mm-hmm. two, 18 skaters, two goalies. 25 people have scored a goal for the Pittsburgh Penguins this year. Six of them have only scored one. Those being Marcus Pedersen, Brian Dumoulin, Yuso Rikola, Adam Johnson, Nick Bugstad, which is odd, but he's been injured for quite a while, and then Stefan Nosen. Oh, he got traded, didn't he? I don't know if he got traded or if he's down in Wilkesboro. But... Either way, these are five guys who've scored one goal. Three guys have scored two goals, and that's Justin Schultz, Chad Ruedel, Joseph Blandisi. Of all of our goal scorers, only eight have double digits. Our goal scorers? Of our goal scorers, only eight are in double digits. Okay. Uh, Dominic Cahoon being the guy at 10, and, and Sidney Crosby's at 9. He'll be at 10 probably within the next week. All that to say that this team is incredibly balanced scoring-wise. You've got Brian Rust, who's got 22. Jake Gensel sits at 20. Um, But, of course, he's injured. He's not going to get any goals uh, for the rest of the regular season, more than likely. Evgeny Malkin at 16. Jared McCann at 14. Patrick Hornquist at 12. Chris Letang at 11. Brandon Tanev at 11. And, of course, the aforementioned Dominic Cahoon at 10. So of those eight double-digit scorers, only seven are still playing. Yeah, right now, yeah. Right now. Yeah. So 
I am very excited as to where this team is and what the prospects are for the playoffs. Yep. And the stretch run. I think we have a very good chance a very good chance at winning uh the Metro just by the virtue of the fact that we're playing Washington another what? Five more times before the end of the year? Three, but yeah. Three more times before the end of the year. Um, all the games within the Metro Division. Um, I am very excited for what is going to come in the days to come. Yes. How about you? Yes, I'm very excited. Okay. Why would I not be excited? I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't be excited. You're confusing me. Why would I not be excited? I don't know. So, trade rumors. Where are we? Trade rumors. Well, I have heard from my sources. From your sources. On the deep, dark black parts of the web <coughs> Instagram <laughs> yeah that's dark yes yeah very dark um, we have a few guys who have been shopping around being shopped around those people being Nick Bukestad okay what do you think of that I can see it I'm not sure I particularly like it but I can see why yeah mm-hmm. also Alex Galchenyuk, which is a very obvious one for me, at least. I think that's a very... I think since two, three weeks in the season, I've been saying to trade Galchenyuk. So, oop, my bad. Uh, defenseman in Wilkes-Barre, Pierre Oliveri Joseph, the guy we got with Galchenyuk. Easy for you to say. As well as goaltender ML Alarmi and goaltender Casey DeSmith. On the trade block. On the trade block. Being pushed around. Mm. Oh, we're also shopping this year's first round draft pick. Okay. But I, anyway, I would like to see hmm. keeping to Smith just because with the expansion coming next year, we could easily get rid of Jari or Murray in the expansion and keep to Smith as a backup. Yeah. I'd be interested to know what Bukestad's salary is right now. Can you look that up? But Galchenyuk is making 4.9 mil. I would be, I mean, I, I would be, I would be, I would be okay with with moving him as long as the salary moves with him, that we're not on the hook for the rest of his salary. Galchenyuk? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's. Now, here's the thing. That's where Here I'm are at. the three guys I've heard rumors about coming to Pittsburgh. We have. Chris Kreider from New York. Mm-hmm. Now, we, I, I have heard that uh, Jim Rutherford said, don't hold your breath about that one because it would be more of a rental and he's looking for a long-term guy. Right. Um, Tyler DeFoley from the Los Angeles Kings as well as Andreas Athanasiu. That's the name. From Detroit. Detroit. I've heard that one as well. I think... Out of those three guys, who would you like to see come? Anthony Seale. to Pittsburgh, and Anth- who would, who do you think we could get rid of with Anthony Sioux? Yeah, um, we would probably have to get rid of our pick, and and maybe Galchenyuk and Bugstad both. Right. So here uh, he's making. Uh, he signed a six-year extension with Florida in December, two thousand fourteen. For six years, a total value of $24,600,000, I think, $24.6 million. 
Okay. So that's an average of four million, four point one million a year. So you want Anthony to see you for a draft pick in Galchenyuk and Bjugstad. Bjugstad. I could see them uh, doing draft pick either Galchenyuk or Bjugstad, as well as Larmy, seen as Howard's on the back end of his. That's true. Gear they could use, or God forbid, the Smith. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I think there might be other players that the Penguins might dangle out there for the expansion draft other than a goalie. Yeah. Just because of our depth, say, a defenseman. Even winger, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I mean, defensemen we have more. We have, right now we have, uh, starting we have Johnson, Tanger, Moreno, Schultz. Pedersen. Pedersen and Ruedel mm-hmm. as well, and then we have Dumoulin who's injured. We have Rui uh, Ricola who's injured, no, not injured, but he's scratched. Mm-hmm. As well as Trotman in the AHL, mm-hmm. who have all played in the NHL. Right. So like, you're right. We could do that. All right, bud. Well, uh, anything else on the trades that we <clears throat> want to talk about? I do not believe so. All right. Let's hear your trade pro duck shuns. Trade predictions. Yeah, I'm talking about the, the people listening. Not yeah. You. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, email us. Email us at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. That's where you email us. That's where you email us. Or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at and Facebook. And Facebook. And Facebook. And Facebook. At Penguin Stuff Official. And we would love to hear from you. So please, 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 please be the first. Listen, we're 18 episodes into this podcast and we have not gotten a single email. We have not gotten a single tweet, a single. But we did get Instagram. a comment. We did get a couple comments, which is awesome, which we is have. good. But we would really love to hear from you. You, 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 you. So, email penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at penguinstuffofficial. And we will talk to you. And if you would, look, if you send us an, if you send us an email or tweet or message us on Instagram or message us on Instagram or whatever it is that you do however it is you do it we will be sure to give you a shout out on the podcast on the podcast on on, on, we will yes absolutely so give us a call we'll give not a call we didn't leave you a a phone number because we don't have a phone number hit us up all right thanks for listening hey hey hey. no 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 no, no. power rankings you freak never mind He, he always skips past my part this is like the only part i do on the podcast all right guys we just had a big scare. The doofish over yonder shut down his laptop, which is what's recording our podcast. And we thought we had just may have lost. Nah. We thought we had lost. No, we didn't um, lose it. It's got smart pack. It don't have smart pack. It's got smart pack. It's a laptop. It don't got no smart pack. Well, it's smart. Yeah. Wicked smart. It's smarter than you. It's not hot. Anyway, before we leave, we have lay power rankings for you guys. So. Amongst my honorable Minchins, we have Latang, Johnson, Pedersen, and Tristan Jari. Jari, the reason he's not on top 10, he's just not uh, performing 
to the standards that we put him on. Maybe we put him on high, too, too high of standards to start. But, you know, just underperforming, honestly. Number, let's start number six. Starting at six? Starting at six. Okay. Don't question my methods. I am not questioning your methods at all. We have Brandon Tanev. Now number eight. <laughs> We're going a little wacky today. Dominic Simone. I. What do you think of it so far? So far, so good. Okay. T- tell me why Tanev's at six and Simone's at eight. Well, why not? That's not a. That's yes, not it a, is. It's not a reason. Why do you think? I think Simone. I think actually Simone at eight is a good place for him because I think he has been doing some really good things in the last couple of games. He's been wicked smart. He's been moving. Uh, he's been moving hard. He's been playing hard. He's been getting opportunities and cashing in on them. So huh. that's uh, that's good. So yeah. And Tanev at six, I love Tanev. I, I know love you Tanev. I, know I still you don't. Do. I'm still not crazy about his contract, but I love him. Yeah. I'm glad we got him. All right. Number ten. Number ten. You want number ten? Yeah. Okay. Give me number ten. Okay. Zach Aston Reese. The Zah. He does a lot of the stuff that Simone does. Yeah. And. He just, yeah, yeah. He 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 knows, yeah. He's brutal. He's good. He's good. Okay, number nine, John Marino. I like Marino. I, so I, I I think Marino could be higher on this list, but hey, I have no problem with him. No, being no, nine. he really can. yeah. I he, think he, he really can't be. Higher. I think he could. No, I don't think he could. Okay, you want number seven? Yeah, hailing from Thunder Bay, Ontario, Matt Murray. You 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 knew it. You started writing down. You, said, you, you know where he's from. Good job. Boom. I know where he's from. Thunder Bay. Represent. Not that I'm from Thunder Bay, but if I was Canadian, I would be from Thunder Bay. Anyway. Because, you know, Thunder Bay. Continue. I just love the name. Thunder Bay. Um, who, who's next? Number four. Number five. No, number four. Patrick Hornquist. At number four. For Horn you listening. Hornquist. Hornquist. Not just barely under the top three, but I think as you probably know who the top three are. Who are you up to? Who do you think? I'm not going to tell you. No, no, tell me, because there's still a wild card number five here. That, <laughs> that could be anyone. So, um, Your top three are going to probably In order, be, one to three. Oh, gosh. I'll give you a bonus point if you can get them in. Rust, Malk, and Crosby. Rust, Malk, and Crosby. That's what do, I said. Do you remember my top three last time? No. What were, what were my top three last time? We had Crosby at one, Rust at two, Hornquist at three. Right. Yeah. So you still think... Rust, Malkin, Crosby. One, two, three. Okay, number three. Sidney Crosby. Yeah, good job, good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, number three. Number one. It's going to blow you away. Uh, Evgeny Malkin. <laughs> Malkin at number one. Rust at number two. And number five is everyone's favorite Latvian. Blue- Teddy Bluger. It's just there, you know. Bluger's doing things. Correct. Okay, so your top ten Penguins players right now. Yes. Malkin. Yes. Rust. Yes. Crosby. Yes. Hornquist. Yes. Bluger. Yes. Tanev. Yes. Murray. Yes. Simone. Yes. Marino. And yes. Zach Aston Reese. Yep. With honorable mentions of Tank Johnson, Pedersen, Jari. Okay. I can't argue with that. You can't. I'm, I mean, you. I could. might. I might. I might move Marino up a couple, but that's just me. Really? Yeah. I John Marino's good, but he's I still think, he's still an unknown. I feel like I think he's I think he's doing the things, dude. He's got like twenty assists. Yeah, I know. That's 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 a big deal. He's smart. 
Wicked, Wicked smart. smart. All right. Yeah, no, you're right. So what would your power rankings be? Send them to us either by email or Instagram, Facebook, yep. Twitter. Yep. We will be happy to share those online and on a next on a future podcast. So hey, John Marino's number eight in points on the team. Hey, what do you know? Patrick Hornquist, number ten with twenty one. Brandon Tanev, twenty three, at nine. Number eight, John Marino, twenty four. Dominic Cahoon, twenty seven. Sidney Crosby, 29. McCann, 30. Crystal Tang, 33. Jake Gensel, 43. Brian Russ, 45. And Evgeny Malkin with 54. Amazing. And all of those guys made my power rankings, except Dominic Cahoon. Well, Dominic Cahoon's injured. And Latang. He's not playing right now. And then Dominic Simone and Teddy Bluger, 10 and 12. There you go. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being who you are. And if you Being would... a Penguins fan. Penguins fan. We need to come up with names for our fans. Stuffers? No. <laughs> Sigh. No? No, just just no. What do you think our fans should be called? Let us know. Let us know. Chips. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, you will I doubt hear very us. much if anybody saw our pictures on Instagram that they would be following us because they're chicks. You will <laughs> hear from us next, next week, week. Same place. Same time, maybe, on SoundCloud. Oh, wait. Penguin stuff. Penguin stuff. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.